Welcome to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hi, everyone. I met Adam Houlihan in late 2015 at a conference where we were both speaking to a room full of upbeat soloists and startups. Along with the audience, I learned a stack from Adam, notably when he spoke about the basics of creating an effective LinkedIn profile. And I was kind of surprised as I was pretty sure I understood the basics. Turned out I really didn't. I reckon you too might learn something new from Adam Houlihan. Now, before I tell you about him, don't forget that if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a little review on iTunes. And if you'd like to get in touch, just pop me a note straight to my podcast inbox, podcast at flyingsolo.com.au. And be sure to listen through to the end of today's show as Adam has a generous gift and offer that he's going to share with us all. Okay, so Adam Houlihan works with business owners and entrepreneurs, helping them gain influence and credibility through social media. Having owned and run six companies, he's well aware of the difficulties facing those looking to create and maintain a powerful social media presence. His speciality is LinkedIn, and that's the focus of our talk today. Hi, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Robert. Great to be here with you. That's great. So, look, I guess maybe the place to start is to get your take on what do you reckon soloists are generally sort of not doing well on LinkedIn? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, and um, probably the, the, the biggest thing that I would say uh, I see is that most people are using their LinkedIn profile almost like a resume. Mm. And, uh, and fair enough. I mean, that's where LinkedIn started out. That's that's what the whole purpose of of it was. But it has really evolved now into a very powerful platform that uh, almost every soloist, uh, you know, in the land should uh, should be embracing in a in a very powerful way. Uh, yeah. Well, look, and that that was uh, that was the thrust of your uh, very much of your presentation that um, that I really enjoyed, and I think that. I remember you you sort of making that comment there about so many people use it like a resume and you know I'll put my hand up there and say guilty as charged and I think so many of us sort of set up a LinkedIn page probably a number of years ago filled in all the sort of boxes that they tell us to fill in and then many of us just kind of leave it alone but what I notice is whenever I'm searching for anybody by name my goodness their LinkedIn profile is right up there at the top of the list isn't it? It always is. Well, and I'll preface that by saying the people who optimize that and set it up really well, almost always in a in a, a Google search, it's the first thing that will, will come up almost every time. Mm. And it's so it clearly so important that what we've got there is right. But what do you? What, what's the one thing? You know, I know we're going to pull this apart a bit, but you know, if there were one thing that um, that just kind of drives you nuts when you when you look at LinkedIn profiles, <laughs> what is it? Uh, well, there's always a, a number of things, but the 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 standout one uh, I'd have to say is the summary. Uh, it is it is one of the most important aspects of uh, you know an effective presence, and um, you know it's it's really one area where uh, you know all, almost all of the clients that we work with is uh, we focus on is is really creating a very powerful summary so that that would be the, the biggest one so the summary is is that's the fairly what sort of I don't know what how many characters there are allowed there's like 500 words or something isn't it the one that talks is that the piece you're talking about it is it's uh, it's 2,000 characters not not words okay uh, 
but um, but yes, it's uh, that key very first section that well, it should be the first section underneath your name. Uh, it is configurable. Some people uh, surprisingly even leave it out, but um, the uh, that that is the area where you know the. Uh, it's the make or break. It's it's the one thing that people will generally read before they go deeper into your profile. And if you don't get that right, they're not going to go any further. Okay. Okay. Well, look. So let let's start there then. So how how do we get that right? I mean, there's. I, I imagine that that some people just sort of go to their about page on their website and copy and paste it and kind of lob it in there. Is but obviously we need to be doing a bit more. What 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 would be the ideal sort of approach to take to pulling together a decent summary? Uh, yeah, good question. And um, I, I, what I call it is um, it's it's essentially it's uh, the way you structure it is uh, is essentially of course your name, claim to fame, what it is you do, the problems that the industry that you're in experience, how you solve those problems. Uh, very importantly after that is your why and this is the biggest part that people get wrong is, is not having their why in there and then the very last part of it should always be your call to action or your logical next step what it is you want people to do next you should never assume that people know what you want them to do yeah, and, okay. uh, it's uh, you know it's the very last thing on on your uh, summary should be exactly that your, your call to action yeah and look and I uh, look as I as we've been speaking I've just um, googled you and bought, bought up your LinkedIn profile again just to remind myself and you you're doing that very clearly you're writing to me as the reader in a very personal style. Hi, Adam Houlihan here, author of Social Media Secret Source. You know, you're, you're, that, that's quite unusual for a start. You're writing in that sort of personal, engaging sense. Is that something that you strongly recommend as well? Oh, absolutely. And the one thing I would recommend you never do is write in the third person, mm. um, which is that, you know, uh, about us type um, approach. Uh, LinkedIn is very much unlike most other social platforms. It's very much a one-to-one conversation, um, and you know that that summary is your your first and, and best opportunity to really engage directly with uh, with that person. And if you think about it, is the the way you would have that you know chat over a coffee. Uh, you don't speak in that third person type uh, <laughs> concept. It's uh, you know you should do your summary in the way you would have that that one on one chat. Yeah, okay. And with with your own summary, I mean, it must be hard for you because here you are. You know, you're, this this is your business or a key part of your business. How often are you sort of in there tinkering with it? Oh. You, not as much now uh, as what I used to, but um, I certainly, you know, in that whole learning process of, of uh, getting this right, I, I tried lots of things. So I was I was tinkering with it uh, quite a bit. Uh, really, what I would suggest to people uh, listening is uh, is essentially just follow that process that we just outlined. Um, mm. And if you do that, um, I guarantee you that the uh, the amount of engagement and, and people that go through to that next step and, and, and take up whatever it is you ask them to do will dramatically increase. Yeah, and, look, and I, again, I, I love what you're saying in yours because, you you know, I, I only get into like four lines and you hit me straight between the eyes with your key proposition, what do I get from Adam, Adam Houlihan? Will you tell me I get to stay in business? <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's quite arresting. Um, and then you go in to talk about some of the challenges that – that I might face as a small business owner and, you know, I'm mentally ticking the box on all of those. So 
can clearly see the sort of process you're going through. And then I love the way at the end you're then saying, right, okay, well, that's what I do. This is what you're struggling with. Now, why don't you go here and read this or download this or take that? So clearly a very, very sort of neat process you're using there. Do you find that when somebody comes to you, can you sort of always fit someone into this kind of um, format? I mean, does it, it, does it translate into pretty well every business you've ever worked with? Potentially not every single uh, step of that process. Uh, like, you know, not a, everybody is going to have written a book or um, uh, have some form of, of claim to fame, but it's, yep. it's easy enough to just kind of leave that one little aspect out as long as we follow the, the overall process. Uh, I've never had anybody that we, we haven't walked this process through that didn't get dramatic improvement from, uh, from the process. Okay. And what do you, how do you measure improvement? What does that mean? Is that the number of people that visit the page? Is it the number of times the phone rings? Uh, it it's, it's, depends on the, the person uh, that we're working with and what their, their goals are. But uh, in, in simple terms, yes, uh, page view or you know, um, profile views, as, as LinkedIn calls them, yeah. is, is one simple measure. Uh, it's a metric we use to uh, to get um, uh, you know to track uh, improvement in, in what's happening over say a minimum ninety day period. Uh, uh, but then again, as you said, it, it really comes down to well you know what what is it that what is your real call to action? Call, profile views are wonderful, but if they don't relate uh, or translate, for want of a better word, into um, revenue or the phone ringing or, or whatever it is you need uh, you know, from your, your social strategy, then then, uh, then it's a fail. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess the key word in there is strategy, isn't it? What we've yeah. what we've got to have as business owners is, is a strategy. Why am I doing this? What's the purpose of this? So, exactly. with um, just I'm just going to kind of dive us around the place a little bit. So, on connections. Now, you've got you've got a lot of connections. How important is that? How to what you know? I I get, and I'm sure you do, and I'm sure a number of people listening to get re- connection requests. You know, on a daily basis, to a you know increasingly annoying degree, what's your what's your um, kind of thought on all of that? Do we should we really be building as many connections? Is is that a key part of it? Uh, it definitely is. There's and but you should look at that in in two two aspects. Uh, there's the initial getting started phase, uh, and as you probably noticed, the uh, LinkedIn generally uh, don't uh, show exactly how many connections you you have until you are connected. Yeah. Uh, uh, what it'll say is, uh, you know, um, 300, 400, whatever, 500, then 500 plus. Right. So regardless of whether I have, you know, 20 odd thousand followers as I do, someone first viewing my profile, it will just say 500 plus. Right. That, that is actually a key metric that uh, you need to get past. Uh, you'll become more visible within LinkedIn search engines once you exceed that 500 connection level. So the point I'm, I'm probably trying to make is at the start, just you know, do whatever it takes to, to get past that initial 500. Right. From there, it probably should be a bit more around um, you know, what your strategy is, what are the, uh, you know, you, you want to be connected with people who are potentially your ideal clients or, um, you know, alliance partners or people that you're going to uh, interact with in, in some degree and more so than just the scattergun approach of sure. uh, being connected with everyone. Well, yeah, I guess that's the bit that I find a little bit confusing as well because, you know, on the one hand, we're saying let's get lots of connections. On the other hand, we don't want to go scattergun. So I guess the thing here is that 
you know, there are so many millions of people on LinkedIn, we should at least be um, taking some steps to to connect with relevant people, don't you think? Rather than just, we don't just say yes to everybody. Uh, definitely, the you know mm. uh, relevance is you know, in in all social media, um, you know, quality over quantity every time. Yeah. The, uh, the one thing though that I would preface on that is to to think a little bit outside of the box. Um, you know, it's it's not necessarily just about that that person who may or, or may not potentially be a, a customer or a sure. client. Um, and I'll give you myself as an example. Mm. You know, I've had uh, you know connection requests from you know, like yourself. You know, I get hundreds of them a week. But um, some some of the people that I'm working with or have have you know contracted to do stuff for us all over the world have all come through connections on LinkedIn. It's the very first place I go to look for uh, mm. when I'm looking for someone to um, you know complete some sort of a task for me. And uh, so so the key is uh, to yes be to be somewhat uh, strategic in the way that you you accept or, or uh, you know send connection requests but also be um, a little wider than normal in your, your scope of what you consider yeah, okay. that. Well, and I realize that we can't, you know, get into everything in great depth, but I'm just going to put you on the spot a little bit. Let's imagine that we've then got somebody who's who's had a fairly sort of or has a fairly dormant kind of LinkedIn profile. You know, maybe already they're thinking, okay, whoops, I need to get in there and do something better with my summary there. When when we come onto this topic of connections, you know, how... Um, when when we want to start thinking, okay, who are the people I, I could connect with? Obviously, LinkedIn sort of suggests people, doesn't it? When you go in there, it's, it kind of brings up a whole lot of people. So if we're not looking just for customers, I'm guessing that we're looking at people in related industries. Again, what you're saying is kind of anywhere in the world, really. People that are in doing a similar role as us in, again, in any, I mean, are there any other sort of drill down type tactics that you use for people to get clear on well that person's that person's worth connecting with that person isn't um yeah you know from my own point of view um you just hit the nail on the head the an ideal person to connect with is that person who doesn't have a great linkedin profile uh, because uh, i can obviously help them with that yeah not not everyone necessarily would be open to that that assistance but um that's why i have a a free sort of program for that's basically open to um you know almost anybody but uh, but uh yeah it's uh I suppose it's one of those things where it's going to differ for, for every industry. Mm. But um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I do tend to be a, a little wider than just people who might be clients. I'm also looking sure. for people who who you know might be a, a service provider to me. So yep. um, you know you, you might be um, you know you might be in the stationary industry. Um, so you know the the scope of people who would be interested in in purchasing stationery is very very wide. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, it's practically any business. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Look, I guess I'm just thinking as I'm talking to you. It's I used to run a similar sort of um, uh, exercise with clients when uh, when I was running my coaching business, and and a question that I'd ask is, imagine there's a room full of 200 people, your ideal sort of audience. Who would those people be? And just by putting people in that sort of position, going okay, well, if I had a choice of two hundred people, and I'm, you know, I'd say they don't don't let's imagine they're all clients, but they're people who might know clients, or might introduce you to clients, or might lead you to opportunities. 
that sort of exercise can work quite well, can't it? Where you think, well, okay, actually, yeah, that sort of person could be a good connection, that sort of person could. So we just need to be broad, but we need, as you say, to have some kind of strategy um, that we're following. So, yeah, let me, I'll move away from there again then. So we've talked here about getting your summary right. Um, what, What about the very piece that sort of, sits up there right by your name where's that drawn from you know the areas of expertise that you have very clearly listed is that is that also from the summary section no that's um you know this as i said the you know, summary is probably one of the the big ones if you're going to just do one or two little things to to improve your profile today that's where i'd start but mm-hmm. uh, there's a whole bunch of other things that can really uh, give you a lot of value and and that area is is uh, one of two okay. <laughs> other key ones uh, the other one which we'll get to soon is is your profile image but um, the, uh, the that area is, is a very dense keyword area so that that area uh, you should be really using it to um, uh, uh, you know, connect with the right type of people get found in the right type of searches and how do what's that area known as in in sort of LinkedIn speak um, it's just your um, uh, Actually, it's a good question. It's just gone right out of my head. It's just your name, is it? It's in the name name uh, well, field. Name, and then there's your your uh, position description. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. So, uh, so not your, not not necessarily your name, but that section directly under your name. Yeah. Um, that's the area we're talking about uh, right now. Yeah, and okay. um, you know, there's 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 two schools of thoughts of of how you should do that uh, or or put that in in there. Some some people suggest you should you know be very specific about. The company you work with, and uh, or uh, the, the industry that you're in, hmm. uh, I find it's much better to to be a bit broader than that, and and use actual keywords that people would use to search for you. Yeah, well, look, and I can, you know, again, big big shout outs to you because you do that really effectively here. I mean, what I'm looking at is Adam Houlihan, social media for business, LinkedIn expert, social entrepreneur, social media strategist, author, social media speaker, rainmaker, philanthropy. You know, so some really, some really sort of detailed keywords sitting directly under your name. So when I searched you, Bosch, that's what came up. And I suppose that this again is going back to your distinction before about this isn't a resume. You know, now clearly LinkedIn is used a great deal by very many people as a resume, and in that instance, it's probably very relevant to have your current position and and you know exactly what you do in that position but not so as a sort of service provider um, within this, the space that you operate and where many of our audience operate. So you've done that then and you've, you've put in keywords. And so are they all, they're sort of all indexed by LinkedIn and by Google or how does that work? Uh, that is predominantly uh, a, a LinkedIn um, search tool. Okay. Um, then, but then Google does, you know, index uh, a whole bunch of stuff. That um, is why, as you you alluded to before, is quite often that um, you know in uh, searches you'll come up, uh, your LinkedIn profile will come up very high because it, it is a very keyword dense um, piece of online um, uh, hardware. So. Uh, it's uh, it, it, the short answer to that question is it, it's by both. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, and again, I, I guess people um, interested in doing more here. One of the first people they should look at is you because they can see exactly how you've done it. Um, you mentioned there images and other areas to move on. Should we nudge over towards that? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's um, again, I'm looking at your profile. We've got a couple of images. We've got a big sort of banner image at the top. 
which I see you've used really effectively, and then your lovely smiling face. So what are your thoughts on these? Yeah, both, both of those are two uh, of the next very key things that you, that you need to get right. It's well worth investing in um, you know, getting a graphic artist or, or uh, if it's not your skill set, to, to create a, a very specific background image. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what level of uh, LinkedIn um, account you use from the free up to the highest levels. You can add that um, profile or sorry, that background image uh, to your account. And it's another opportunity to just get a very, very clear and upfront, um, you know, that, that core message of, of what you're about and, and what you do uh, in a visual form to people. Um, mm. so, so, yes, that, that's a very key thing to do. But uh, the, what I think is probably the most important thing as far as the images go is your profile image. Yep. And, um, you know, so many profile images that I see in, and uh, as you, you were saying in your, the introduction when we met, we... Uh, had a little bit of fun with um, some of the um, profile images that mm. people, people are using. And, uh, but the, the key thing is that, again, it's just worth investing that, that little bit of money in a really sort of professional headshot, um, more so than, um, you know, uh, one of the ones you took at the last week's barbecue or anything like that. Mm. Uh, and the key thing is that, um, uh, and this is not, this is not my um, uh, sort of take on things, it's, it's a, a very well-known concept that, uh, that we, uh, we interact with people through our eyes. Mm. So making your eyes a, a very high prevalence within that image um, certainly attracts people's attention to your profile when they're searching and seeing your profile amongst, you know, half a dozen or 10 or 12 others on LinkedIn. Yeah, and and again, uh, it's something that I've kind of thought about, but never really thought enough about until I heard you talking about it at that conference. But looking at it now, you know, you've I've seen your image, and I'm very mu I'm much more conscious now of other people's images. And when you when you see that sort of page on LinkedIn where it says, you know, here's some just suggested people to contact with, it's just fascinating when you look at the images. You know, I've seen pictures of people at a wedding function or something that um, someone's obviously said they look good and so they've used that and people <laughs> that are very obviously doing selfies, people with sunglasses and baseball caps. I mean, you know, we're not, they're not really inviting us in, are they, when they're, no. when they're giving us those sort of images? So as you say, getting a decent image, getting a decent headshot done, and I mean, it's getting a headshot done is, is nothing like as difficult or expensive as it was a few years ago. I mean, typically, what do you reckon someone might pay for a reasonable headshot? Uh, I, my understanding is that, um, you know, that, as you said, there are companies around now in every major city that, that mm. do just focus on um, uh, headshots and uh, a couple of hundred dollars is going to get you mm. more, than, certainly more than one, it'll get you a whole suite of images, but um, it'll get you that, that really standout type of image that um, you, know, you should use on all of your social um, profiles, not just LinkedIn. Yeah, I, th uh, I, th I would have thought that, that sounds like a, a reasonable sort of figure and I do know that you know, what, what people can often do is get together with four or five business buddies as well and approach a photographer and go, right, come and shoot five of us. You know, and if you're doing it on that sort of basis, you can often negotiate a good rate. And, you know, the, the fun of having other people around you when you're having yours done um, can actually end up with a better result. So, so you're suggesting then a, a very nice sort of front on, let's see your eyes Let's have a, a picture that's obviously been considered and thought about and is professional. So that's a, 
very very important piece to have you also mentioned then this what do they call the big image about this like the banner image is it or something it's just called the background image background image okay yeah. so again just for people listening and this is you know where you realize the shortfall of radio when you're talking talking <laughs> about images uh, the shortcomings of radio but you know yours i can see you've clearly thought exactly what the shape is you've got a picture of your book you've got links to all your other social networks so you've really thought that through so again it's kind of a strategic approach to your image. And you might want to go the way that you've gone, or presumably you might also want something that is gives a feeling or a sense of, you know, who the person is without necessarily that sort of detail. But the important point you're making is we need to think about it. Definitely. And, and at the very least, Robert, the LinkedIn does have uh, half a dozen or so um, standard images you can use. Better to have even one of those than nothing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good point. And generally, do most people have nothing? <laughs> Surprisingly, the, the, I would say it's probably more than 50% still don't have anything on there. Right. And it was uh, at, some, at a point, it was only available, the background images were only available to paid accounts. But a good uh, six or maybe even eight months ago, they did, LinkedIn did open that up and make it available to anybody. Uh, Just a lot of people are not aware that um, just simply by going onto their uh, edit profile and clicking on that uh, section, it will give them the ability to even add one of those um, uh, stock images that LinkedIn have there for them. Okay, perfect. So look, what we've talked about so far, the summary, the um, sort of brief description that comes under your name, the images, I mean, accepting that there's a bit of time involved in, in getting images, but everything else we've spoken about, I mean, surely we're, not, we're talking about like a couple of hours dedicated work here, aren't we? This is not, nothing you've said so far is going to be, is going to suck us into some massive vortex of time. It's not a big task, is it? No, as you said, an hour, two hours, maybe, uh, and you'll have 80% of what you need to do uh, in the bag. So, hmm. It's not, not a difficult thing to do over the weekend or, uh, you know, when you've got a bit of time to spare. The, the hardest part will be just sort of scoping out and writing the, the summary in that, in that um, framework that we outlined. But, um, you know, no, no problem with changing it up, um, you know, multiple times until you're, you're 100% happy with it. Yeah, sure. Okay, so what else should we be looking at? I know, as I say, we're going to, as we get to the close, you're very generously going to share a little course that you run. So I don't want to undermine all of that um, but what what other key points should we be uh, sharing with people at this stage i think the next really key thing robert is to at the bottom of the summary you have the ability to add um, links or uh, images uh, and you'll get two major images that sit directly underneath the summary and there you know, as we said before where you should have your call to action at the very bottom the reason you have your call to action at the very bottom, apart from the fact it's the last thing you want um, to portray to someone, is that you can have a, uh, and if you use my profile as that example, you'll see that there's two you know, very clear images mm. that, um, that can be clicked on. And, it, and it, I actually have two call to actions and those two images relate to what those call to actions are. So it's very simple. People don't have to go and, you know, off LinkedIn and type in a new URL or anything like that. They can simply click onto those images and, it, you know, it will take them where I want them to go. So okay. that, that's the last thing I'd say is the, you know, the key thing to do. And so if I click on one of those, which I won't do right now just in case it launches a video or you singing or some <laughs> extraordinary thing, um, that's going to take me off to your site. That's taking me out of LinkedIn but directly to a page on your site. 
to a landing page. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. So everybody can have that. That's that's yep. just there waiting to be waiting to be taken advantage of. So that could be a uh, join my newsletter, find out why three thousand other people read it or something, or it could be a get your free report on this or any anything. Yep, and generally speaking, the, the, the best thing for that, uh, that first initial step is should be something that's informative and something that's free. Something informative, something that's free. Fantastic. Very nice. Okay, um, where to next? Is a couple of closing points? Uh, I think that we've, we've really covered the, the core. The main ones, okay. But um, below that, um, uh, you know, of course, the next key thing is, is your position description and, you know, what it, what it is exactly that you do within um, your, your current business or role or whatever it is you do. And, of course, um, you know, as, as much as possible, use that same framework that was uh, in the summary. Uh, however, just keep in mind that the further you go down through your profile, the less and less likely it is that people are going to, to be viewing that stuff. So um, most people won't go past probably 80%, I would say, won't go past that first position description. Mm. Uh, so getting that, you know, that is the next thing right. Um, and then lesser and lesser importance as it goes down. From there. Yeah, okay. But I guess... Also, looking at yours, you know, I'm thinking if I'm reading this, I'm thinking, right, do I want to engage this guy to help me with my social media presence, which, of course, I do. Um, I think, I guess, in that situation, if I really am a serious buyer, then <clears throat> I'm more likely to be going deeper and deeper, aren't I? And I, I like the way that you're just pouring on more and more sort of credibility and experience, and then your recommendations come in, and then some articles you've written come up. You know, you've working that exceptionally well what about this whole thing of recommendations how important are they uh look you know uh, and just so we're clear there's there's recommendations and there's endorsements on linkedin yes uh, endorsements are just where somebody can click on uh so, you know something that you set there and 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 you know essentially say yes i agree that um um you know adam's good at social media yeah for one of them, yeah, <clears throat> I love those so, things. I look at mine sometimes. I think, really, am I good at that? Like, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> so, so that's what an endorsement is. A recommendation is is essentially a um, you know uh, like a um, testimonial. Testimonial. Yeah. So, uh, and they are very very valuable. Um, now. Yeah, you shouldn't be going out and just getting them for the sake of having them. But um, uh, if somebody's open to to giving you one of those, uh, they do add a lot of credibility to to your profile. So it's something that you you know you do want to have um, probably at least um, you know three to five at a, at a minimum. Um, very very worthwhile having for sure. Yeah, and again, I guess this is where it's so important to follow the strategy. So. If you're very clear on your strategy, then that will give you a good indication of ideally what sort of area those testimonials might cover. Because I, I remember, well, God, probably 10 years ago now when I invited, um, I was somewhat totally naive, I invited our entire sort of flying solo audience as it was then. Um, anybody who, this is when LinkedIn was still fairly new, and I said, look, anybody who's seen me speak or um, spoken to me or who's been a coaching client of mine who's got anything nice to say, please consider popping on here and um i'm not i wouldn't say i regret it but i mean i ended up with i think 94 testimonials <laughs> and then i suddenly looked at i thought this guy that is me um looks totally sus because i've got so many testimonials it's like they're just you know it's too many 
But um, there you go. But what I've realized um, sort of subsequently to that is that if, you know, if, for example, somebody listening wants to raise their speaking profile, then maybe the next time somebody says, oh, I saw you speaking at so-and-so and you were terrific, or thanks for coming along and speaking to our event, you were great. It's just so easy to say thank you so much for those kind words would you consider using those words in a linkedin testimonial here's how you here's how you can do it you know and i found personally that to be enormously successful where you can you're not asking people who aren't thinking about doing anything but people that's already being complimentary you're just saying hey if you really liked it and you really like to help me can you do this is that your experience too Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think if you, um, I'm sure you won't, but if you went and read all 94 of those uh, testimonials you have now, mm. you'll probably find that some of those ones in the early days, um, I wouldn't say they'll read insincere, but um, they, they won't be on purpose. No. Um, and uh, as opposed to the process you just outlined, that is exactly what I do. Yeah. Um, and I say, you know, with the right type of person, um, you know, I'll say, wow, that's fantastic. I really appreciate you saying. That, would you mind and go through that exact process you outlined? Uh, and the great thing also with LinkedIn is that um, you can actually send a link out from your profile to that person you're talking to's profile that sets it up and makes it very easy for them to just complete that and um, and and upload it into your into yours. So that's definitely that's that's by far the best way to do it. And if you probably read um, two or three of the ones that, that are on my profile, there you'll. You'll see that they're well, one. They're from um, you know uh, quite uh, good industry sort of contacts, yep. and they read uh, very sincere. Yes, that's that's very true. Yeah, well, I guess it just looked just you know very very um, feebly in my defence. <laughs> Most of mine have ended up uh, certainly those early ones uh, as a as a testimonial to the flying solo community, not to me personally. So in that sense. I'm really happy, you know, they, they, they do stack up okay, but they're yeah. poss possibly not doing much for me personally. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Okay, well, look, that's fantastic. I think, you know, again, hopefully people listening will, will have had the same sort of uh, reaction that I had when I heard you. Because I, I remember when you walked up on the stage to speak, and I thought, oh, yeah, basics of LinkedIn, yeah, I know all this. And then about 10 minutes later, I thought, oh, my goodness, I haven't done that. Oh, blimey, I need to change that. And um, there's just so much to do, and hopefully, you know, this this show will be by the time people are listening to this, some of them will be unfortunately off their hammocks and back at their desks. But um, hopefully, we'll find um, a, a few hours just to do this. So it's been it's been great talking with you. Now I know you're you're very generously sharing a uh, a free four week LinkedIn course, which anybody listening can access. I'll put a link to this up with the on the actual show page. But for anybody who's um, who's listening elsewhere and wants to grab it, it's uh, Adam Houlihan. That's H O U L A H A N dot com. Adam Houlihan dot com forward slash free four week LinkedIn course with hyphens between each of those words and the four is the numeral four. But anyway, these things are a lot easier when you see them written down, which you'll be able to do on the show notes. So Adam, uh, it's been fantastic having you here. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, I hope business is good. You're nice and busy. Uh, yes, it's uh, you know as uh, as you said, it's uh, it's been a a big year since, and uh, not that long ago that we we first uh, met on on that uh, that great event, and yeah. uh, 2016 is is already filling up very fast. So good, yeah, it's wonderful. All right, well, don't forget if it gets too bad, just turn, take your LinkedIn profile down. That'll slow things <laughs> up a bit. All right, Adam, thanks so much for uh, sharing your time uh, with the Flying Solo community. 
My pleasure, Robert. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au. 